Welcome to Leadership DNA, a podcast for those who aspire to be a better leader. Alongside Arturo Gomez, I'm Rob Cressy. And today's topic, impermanence. Arturo, what is impermanence? Well, it's, uh, it's the concept that nothing lasts forever, right? And so I think, um, I think we all know that, but I think that sometimes we, we forget it. It's certainly not something that we actually are thinking about um, all the time. And it's really just the ebb and flow of life. Things come, things go, things get worse, things get better. Um, and, you know, I think the main reason, you know, we have, we have this concept, and by the way, I'll you know, take a step back. It's something that I just kind of picked up probably a year or two ago through meditation. And it's really in the, in, the cons, in the context of meditation, it is really designed so that we can um, minimize stress, but also, also not get caught in the rapids, the rapids that are our emotions. And, and for a minute, just take, a, take an opportunity to stand outside of the torment, you know? And so, um, so yeah, that's, that is impermanence. And it is really, you want to get to a point where this is just a moment in your life. This isn't your entire life. And so often we can feel, we can feel the moment and you're like, this is, this is going to last forever. And you can think about uh, childhood love the first time you were broken up with or you got your heart broken. And it's just like, oh my God, you felt devastated. And for just days and weeks on end, you're like, this is never going to end. Until all of a sudden it just does and time is the answer. And it's one of the hardest things when someone's hurting and you're yeah. like, listen, it's just going to take time for you to overcome this. So let's right. get to why is this important? Yeah, I mean, I think it, the, the concept for me is, has really started to develop a, a, a high level of fortitude. Okay. And so as a leader, as an entrepreneur, you have to you know, got, kind of goes back to the, to the conversation of grit and being able to have this stamina. The other thing that, that as leaders that we have to have it, you know, we, we have to be the rock, right? We have to be the individual that is constantly, um, even, okay. We're constantly even, we can't, we have to maintain a certain level of intensity, a certain level of energy. And that, that comes with some real, um, mental toughness and part of, you know, for me, part of the, part, one of the things that has helped develop that is this understanding that um, things are constantly in motion. Okay. And so as we really try to focus on, on this concept of evenness, you know, I mentioned not getting caught in the rapids, you know, think of, think of, um, you know, life as a, as a quick moving stream, you know, where success can also get you into problems. If you think that success will last forever, there is a problem inherently in that because you will, you will bring down your guard, you will loosen up a bit, you will focus on things that may no longer be part of the, the directive or part of the strategy or part of the goal. The other thing is that you have to understand is that there's going to be losses and, and to not get so consumed in them. Okay. Some of the, some of the greatest entrepreneurs and some of the greatest stories, you know, some of the corporate stories, sports stories have, 
have this riddled th- throughout where people just did not give up. They understood that there was going to be some time and it was going to take some work, but that things would get better, that there would be another day, there would be another opportunity to get back into, into you know, back into some, some level towards that, that evenness state. So that's, that's why I think it's, um, it's really important for leaders and entrepreneurs um, to understand that things, things are constantly in motion. They, they will get better. They will get worse. And that's just how life is. There's so much that I can dig into about this because it's another area in which I believe I specialize in because I've had to go through the fire of feeling it, the good and the bad of it. So I can give some stories. Like, for example, uh, back in the day, I was working at CareerBuilder doing digital advertising sales, and I was the number one sales rep there. But guess what? Every single day I went into work, I thought I was going to get fired. There was this anxi- this performance anxiety because I knew a client could just send me an email and all of a sudden there goes $50,000, just like that. And it was ingrained in me as a sales guy to never rest on my laurels. So I knew there was this impermanence to what I was doing. And oftentimes in sales, uh, when things are going good, boom, I'm not going to be working as hard. But for me, I had this level of anxiety that was like, does the company realize how easy this is for me? And if the numbers go down at all, does that mean that I'm going to get fired? And it was almost my own way of motivating myself to never believe that I'm always going to be this way. And then I think about my entrepreneurial journey and certainly at the beginning when starting out bacon sports and I'm trying to figure out how to generate revenue and it's something that it, it really tests you as an entrepreneur building your dreams. And I think about our previous episodes, and there's three of them that I wrote down. Start with why, EQ, and grit. All three of these are completely related to impermanence. Why? Because things don't last forever. So you need to have a strong why. When times are the toughest, you can't give up because you need to know this is why I'm doing it. And then the next part is EQ. You need to have the emotional intelligence to be able to say, listen, I know that things around me aren't good right now, but I need to make it a point to do everything that I can emotionally to put myself in the best position to succeed, to give my best effort. And then the other one is grit. So when times are the toughest, are you going to be someone who cowers or are you someone who's going to say, listen, there's nothing I can do about it other than to keep moving forward and making these things happen. And for me, I like to think of it as I've built a fortress inside my body and I actually physically envision this fortress that traps my emotions or, or holds my emotions. Cause you said it, you don't want to get too high. You don't want to get too low. You want to be even keel. And as I've matured, my friends are like, Rob, you're just so even in everything that you do. And it's because of all of the things that I just said of when you go through the trials and you see how hard it can be, I don't want to get too high. I don't want to get too low because I want to be consistent because that's where excellence and greatness is, is in the consistency of things. Totally. Yeah. And I think that, that, you know, that concept, you know, is, um, you know, like you mentioned being even keeled, it's, it is having enough um, enough knowledge and enough work and enough emphasis 
um, that again, nothing will last forever. And we have to, we have to try our best to maintain this homeostasis kind of state um, for our business, for our, for our, our goals, for our, our, our sanity, I think. I'm curious, do you have a story that you can share with us that relates to this in some capacity? Because I love hearing stories because they're a lot more memorable and they're a lot more relatable. And certainly in your journey of business and being a leader, you've had a lot of things that you've dealt with. Uh, yeah, man, there's, there's a ton, a ton of stories that I, that I have. And I think that any entrepreneur, um, that has been doing, you know, it, that has been living as an entrepreneur for, for many years will understand. And I think that there's not one person that will ever tell you, um, that they don't have a long list of failures, maybe even more failures than, than even successes. And so, um, I think, I mean, again, my career is, is, there's been moments in time where I can go back and reflect and say, wow, these, these three years were, um, some of the best years of my life because, uh, financially things were hitting on all cylinders. Um, I got engaged, I got married, I had a child. I mean, there really was a, a period of four years that were, um, kind of storybook almost in terms of like everything really was, you know, you could not have painted a better picture. Again, it was, you know, from a financial side, it was, you know, probably the, the, you know, the most success I've ever had. And, um, and then just, you know, all these life moments kind of falling into place that just really felt like they would never, nothing would ever change. And so um, fast forward to 2016 um, I made a I made a, a big decision to uh, change the course of of, of my life. I, I decided that the 22 years that I had spent in hospitality, um, you know, working alongside my two business partners, that I wanted something different. And the real thing that I wanted was I wanted to challenge myself and force myself to be uncomfortable. Um, because I felt like, you know, my life was becoming or that I was becoming a one trick pony, um, if you will. And, and I wanted to put, you know, put my money where my mouth was and, and see if I actually had the ability to really be a true entrepreneur, not just in the space of hospitality, but to really go out and do something radically different that I had never, ever, ever done in my life. I mean, you, when you start a business and when you study how to, how to lead teams and, and, and the things that we do as entrepreneurs, that's all fine. It doesn't necessarily give us a license to pick up and just jump into a totally different um, career or a totally different industry. And so that's what I decided to do. Um, and uh, I jumped into the private aviation industry and, and, um, divested everything that I had in my previous businesses and, and put everything in this basket. Um, and, you know, from 2016 through 2000 and, you know, 18, those are, those were probably two of the most difficult years of my life in terms of, um, not having enough consistent wins all the time, because, you know, frankly, when you're starting up a business as an entrepreneur, you, you can't, expect to just come out of the gate and be awesome that 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 story doesn't really exist i mean i guess it has for a very small fraction of people but the reality is that it doesn't and so you know you you begin to reflect and say well 
you know, things were, and I say to 2018, because I would say that 2019 and even into 2020, things have been really radically different. You, you find that all the hard work and all the energy and all the time that you've spent building these, these businesses or working hard to create a, a new lane for yourself has um, that it's all starting to come together. You know, it's all starting to come together. And I, and I even say this now in present day in 2020, where, you know, the entire world has come to a halt because of the, because of the pan pandemic. Um, I still see a tremendous amount of optimism in the, in the future and a tremendous amount of um, uh, potential in terms of where all this work is coming, coming together. And so, so the, the dream or the vision of actually being this um, kind of multi-industry entrepreneur that was able to play in different spaces and hospitality and private aviation and marketing and stuff like that. I'm not saying I'm the best in, in any one of those categories, but I am saying that over time and through a lot of work, we're starting to see some real traction in all in each one of those specific lanes. And you know, I think that if I had, if I had really sat down and, and journaled or done something where I did a, a little introspective look at um, my life or at that, or at the outlook in, in the middle or end of 2017, I don't know that I would have been able to paint a picture that had um, <clears throat> something other than the insanely difficult days that I was enduring. Um, and it wasn't really until meditation that I actually started really understanding this concept at a, at a, at a, you know, to a much higher level. And I think throughout our lives, we, we get the concept. We get that today was a great day. Today was a bad day and, and that everything's in constant flux. But um, I started to, to really dive into the concept at a way higher level. once I started meditating and it's helped, it's helped a lot because it, 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 it allows you to understand that um, don't get, sucked into this emotional uh, black hole. You have to stand on the edge and just understand that it's going to be, it's going to be a little bit of a wild ride, but things will get better. And they also have the potential if you're not, you know, diligent, they have the potential to get worse, you know? So, um, so that's, yeah, I mean, I, so many examples. And I think that those examples have strengthened who I am today. I mean, I feel like I'm, I'm just approaching the peak of my career and, you know, and I'm 45 years old and, and, um, and that was another thing we, you know, when I decided to jump out of something I'd been doing for 22 years, you know, people were looking at me, they're like, well, you just got married. You just had a baby. You just bought a house. Why are you deciding now to, to turn the other way and do something so radically different? You've had success. For me, it wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't the money. It was this pursuit or this this concept of, I think I have more potential. I think there's more to this story than what I've what I've you know decided to tell. And so, it was hard. It was really really difficult. I wish I could bottle up what you just said right there and give that to others because it is a very very powerful feeling. And here's what I want to do now. Let's talk about how to do it and how you can work on it. And given the current times that we're on right now, a lot of people are probably feeling a lot of permanence to what's going on in the world. Is this ever going to end? Um, 
what's going to go on with my job and the finances and all of these different things. So I want to share some things that I've used in my own life to help me through my entrepreneurial journey, which at times often has been extremely isolating and extremely difficult for me. So one of them was I read the book Obstacles Away, and I'm probably going to reference it a million times on this podcast because it is based on the Stoic philosophy. And one of the things that it says is focus on the moment, not the monsters that may or may not lie ahead. So often we allow our minds to continue to go and say, I'm trapped in this position forever. And we just sit there and run with it instead of saying, huh, what's one thing I can do right now to have good vibes or have good energy right now? Like it can really be that simple if you break down the micro and you don't focus on the things that you may think could happen in the, in the future. Because guess what? Overwhelmingly, that is not what's going to happen. So why are we projecting this negativity? And why would you ever make, your feel, make yourself feel anything other than good about something that doesn't even exist? So here's something that I created called pulling a Costanza and it references Seinfeld and George Costanza and George and Jerry are sitting there in the restaurant. And I think Jerry says to George, he goes, George, if everything that you've done in your life up to this point has been wrong, then the complete opposite would be true that everything would be right. And he's like, you're right, Jerry. So he's like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do the opposite of everything that I normally do. And he walks up to the counter. He's like, hi, I'm George. I'm 50 years old and I live in my parents' basement. And from that moment, I was like, all right, let's create a thing called pulling a Costanza. So often we've talked about um, energy. And imagine when you're on the train going to work and then the train's delayed for 30 minutes. Boom, this happens at 7 a.m. Immediately you're, you're on tilt. That can last with you all day. And sometimes if some other things have happened, maybe your relationships aren't as good, work isn't going good, it can just compound one thing over another. So instead, I created this mechanism where you recognize this. So the train gets delayed for 30 minutes and you're like, man, I'm on tilt. You go, boom, I'm gonna pull a Costanza. And what that does is you say, I'm gonna do the complete opposite of everything that I normally would do. So what you're really doing is you're removing this energy in these expectations because so often we sit here and we feel the negativity and we'll allow the train being delayed 30 minutes and missing the meeting to ruin our entire day. Well, that's just stupid. Why in the world would we ever do that knowing that life is also not permanent? You don't know if today's gonna be the last day of your life or if you're having 100 more years. So because of this, anytime something negative happens, you can automatically say, all right, well, let me do something different. Well, why is doing something different important? Because it's going to give you a different energy and a different perspective than you're currently feeling. So what I want you to do is to be able to shift your energy so we all have the power to say, all right, step one, I recognize this. Step two, what is the action that I can do to get myself out of this negative energy? And it's boom, do something completely different. And guess what can happen? You may realize, holy smokes, I decided to take a different way to work this morning and I came across a new bakery that just opened up or something. New experiences create new experiences. And guess what we're not talking about? The negativity that you were previously dealing with. You want to replace bad with good. And just like George, if you do the opposite of what you are currently doing, good things can happen. Yeah, I believe it. You know, um, you know Tony Robbins always says, uh, if you want 
you know, radical results that you have to do something radically different. Right. So it's like, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's, um, you know, this is the other, the other, you know, we do things behaviorally and even are taught from a, from a, um, I would say more of a corporate type of, um, when you look at like forecasting and budgeting and planning where people are trying to draft these, um, business plans for the next, you know, 12 to 14 months. I don't know that, I don't, I don't know anybody that's ever had that actually come to fruition, right? It's like all these budgets, all these projections, they're all busted in like the first four months. It's like, you know, you, there's so much, there's so much in, in flux that it is really, really difficult to plan and to project that far out. And so, well, my recommendation is, is to keep things, to keep things fluid, be, be nimble, um, be understanding again, that things are going to change and be adaptable and be able to change, you know, to, to counter, to stay towards that, you know, that, that goal of being even. So you, you have to, as an entrepreneur, as a leader, you know, that requires, um, again, it requires you to, to, to have some foresight to where we're going because you can't just drive, you can't drive the bus without a plan but that you have to have some flexibility. You have to have a plan, a plan A, a plan B potentially, or you have to understand how to, how to quickly um, navigate out of some of those situations as things are constantly changing. Here's another thing that you can add that I do on a daily basis. So one thing you're going to learn from me is consistency. I like to do the same thing every single day to get me to be the person that I am and the person that I want to be. So when thinking about impermanence, and the things that you have done in the past that may, be for, that may be working for you in motion behind the scenes. You know what? The first thing that I read every single morning as part of my consistency to my dream. So this, is a, this is, comes from a book um, called, um, by Weldon Long called uh, The Power of uh, Consistency. That's what it is. And I read, I have complete faith that everything will work out. I've read that one line probably 500 times, a thousand times. Why is that important? Because if we're talking about impermanence, and certainly right now, when things are tough and you say, you know what, I believe, I have faith that things are going to continue to happen. Because I heard a great quote that always resonates with me. You cannot worry and trust at the same time. So if that's the case, well, let's not worry about the worry because I trust and believe that the journey that I'm on is going to go well. And then from that, I've added a few more affirmations that add to my consistency. Money flows to me abundantly every single day of the year. Why do I say that? Because when times get tough, you say, no, I believe there's abundance working for me. So what I want you to do is to build this good box for yourself that says, all right, I'm ready for when the times get tough, I'm already priming my mind. Prepare for what's difficult when it's easy. You want to start working on this stuff now because you don't know when a pandemic's going to hit and you're like, well, thank God that I've been um, building that bank in my head that says, have faith, keep believing, good things are going to happen for you. Yeah, I agree. I mean, the, the idea, the, the, pan, the pandemic has, uh, has really forced, I think, I mean, 
everybody has, uh, you know, obviously we, we are looking at the world through a lens that you could be looking at it as a, you know, that, that things are horrible, which, which they are in certain instances. Um, but it's forced a lot of people to get into the conversation of, of a pivot, right. And to, to, to optimistically look at our lives and our, and our businesses, um, in a way that we're, we're answering the question, okay, we, here's what we have in front of us. How do we survive? How do we survive? And, and so, you know, you're seeing these amazing stories of innovation and ingenuity in, in terms of uh, the way that people are actually approaching their businesses and making shifts based on what they um, have been given and based on what, they're, what they've been presented. And so you mentioned, you know, you mentioned faith. You have, I mean, it's, it's probably one of the most critical pieces of, of this, you know, concept. You, you have to have faith and believe that things will get better. But I think that that requires a tremendous amount of work on the back end. It's not, it's not this thing where we're going to sit in a corner, sit in a chair and say, you know what, things are going to get better. They are going to get better, but they're only going to get better if we're actually working towards uh, that improvement. So you can't, um, this isn't a, we, we don't get these gifts um, without labor. And so we have to, you know, we have to push ourselves to get to that, to get to that next level. But um, the idea and in, in having this faith that, that things will get better is, is a strong, um, strong attribute and a, and, a, and a great concept because it's, it's part of the concept of, of optimism, you know, living a, a more positive, optimistic life has to, you have to have that component of faith. Um, so I agree. Cool. So I do want to add some book recommendations. So I talked about The Power of Consistency by Weldon Long, Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday, and then another one, Essentialism, The Pursuit of Less by Greg McKeon. And the reason I wanted to mention that is I like the concept of less instead of more. And when dealing with impermanence, it's I feel trapped in this position. But sometimes you're like, huh, Imagine if I could do with less. It doesn't mean that you don't aspire to do more. It's just your ability mentally to be cool with the pursuit of less. So it's a very unique and interesting perspective that I highly recommend. Uh, Arturo, do you have an action item or takeaway for today? Um, I do. I also have a, I have a book. You know, we've brought it up in the past. Um, Shoe Dog, which is, which is obviously the story of, um, you know, Phil Knight and, uh, and the story of Nike. Um, it is, uh, you know, I think throughout that entire book, his level of optimism towards, uh, his dream and his ability to kind of shake off, uh, the catastrophic things that are, that happened throughout that book are, are part of this great story of, of how that brand became, you know, one of the biggest brands on the planet. And so, um, I think his his story in his rise to to you know what what he's been able to achieve is a is a very is a classic example of somebody really kind of standing outside of this rapidly moving body of water and, and not getting sucked into it and just saying we're gonna we're gonna keep we're gonna keep moving we're gonna keep focused and um, and things are gonna work out and so I think it's a great book I love your recommendations uh, my takeaway is that you know stability is the key. Um, you have to just understand that that life is constantly in motion and, and that's okay. That's that, that is the, that there is nothing that we can change about that concept. Um, and so we just have to not get too caught up. Cool. And on my end, I've got an action item. 
I want you to pull a Costanza. I want you to do the complete opposite of what you would normally do for a morning, for a day, or if you really want to use this, when you notice yourself on tilt, something bad happens to you and you're like, oh my God, boom, pull the Costanza, do the opposite and change that energy. And all of a sudden, what you're going to create is a new tool belt for yourself that says, when something bad happens for me, or I just want different energy. I actually schedule Costanza days during my week because I do the same things over and over and over again. Sometimes I want a new perspective. So what do I do? I'm like, cool. Wednesday, I'm pulling a Costanza. I wake up differently. I'll go to the gym differently. I'll eat something different. And all of a sudden you're like, wow, that was kind of fun. I felt like I lived a new and a different life. So give it a shot. And we would actually love to hear from you. Did you read any of the books that we recommend or did you pull a Costanza? We want to hear from you. Arturo, where can everybody connect with you? You know, they can find me on all uh, social media platforms, but the best one is going to be LinkedIn, Arturo Gomez. And you can hit me up at Rob Cressy on all social media platforms, specifically on LinkedIn and Instagram. And by the way, if you enjoy Leadership DNA, here's one thing that would help us out a ton, is if you could go to iTunes and give us a rating and review. And why is this important to us? Because the way that people discover this show is by getting reviews from people who like what we do. So if you know Arturo or you know myself, it would mean a ton to us because these are the simple things that can help us spread these good vibes and leadership knowledge to more people.